Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Revival Center Podcast. We're so glad that you're here joining us again today. And if this is your first time, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That is the best way that you can keep up to date with every single thing that is happening here on the podcast, whether that's our sermons, our revival talks, our devotions, anything that happens here, any announcement that comes to be our podcast, you will be the first to know if you are subscribed. And so um, I know we made this announcement on the podcast last week um, that we have a our first original album of Revival Worship that's going to be coming out on um, November the 5th. We're going to be having a night of worship, and then November the 6th, it'll be in all places digitally. And so um, you can be looking forward to a few things happening on the podcast, uh, one of which is going to happen next week, our next episode. Um, is going to be actually talking about uh, a little bit of the writing uh, behind it. Um, we are going to be releasing two singles um, coming up, and so we'll release one this month, and then we'll release one next month. And so um, the Thursday before each song release, you're going to hear kind of a behind-the-scenes podcast of how the song was written, by uh, the writers, uh, kind of the process, the desire behind what the song is trying to uh, convey, maybe the surprises within the writing process. Um, you know, the writing process is really interesting. And so um, you can be looking forward to that uh, first episode of um, that two-part. That It will be separated by a few weeks, but that two-part of diving into two of our original song. So I hope you're looking forward to that next week. Um, I tell you, it was uh, fun sitting down and talking about those. And so um, that's something that you guys can be looking forward to. Um, And of course, whenever those singles are released, you can go ahead and start listening to those. Um, And so we hope that you do. Um, And so today I just have a quick devotion. Um, I really enjoy doing these with you guys. Um, just personally, uh, doing these devotions are um, just a, a, a blast, and it's just a, a way that we can talk, um, I hope talk, I know it's not really a conversation in terms of back and forth, but I hope my thoughts, uh, you know, and, and what I'm diving into on these devotions really um, cause you to kind of have a conversation with the podcast in the sense of really kind of looking at what it means and look at what these Bible texts mean, look at what these uh, ideas mean, um, to really just mold them over. You know, I I think that one thing that we uh, probably don't do super well in our society is to truly chew and contemplate things. Um, You know, we listen to a sermon once. Okay, great. Listen to it. Check. We listen to a devotion once. Okay, great. Check. And and then we we almost treat um, podcasts and sermons and, um, you know, things designed for our spiritual well-being, our spiritual growth, and we almost treat them uh, like we would a YouTube video or, you know, like we would a uh, Instagram story or whatever. Uh, you know, we listen to it, we watch it, and then once it's gone, uh, we go to the next thing and that's out of our brain. And so I really do hope that you kind of really mull over, think it through, 
disagree with me. Yeah, you know, like like d- debate me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I don't pretend like I have everything perfectly right. Um, obviously, I I do everything based on my conviction um, and what I believe is right. But at the same time, it's like I, I'm a finite human being. I'm, I'm imperfect. I don't. Um, do everything perfectly correct. I don't have every single thing uh, right. And so, you know, if, if there's something on this devotion that you're like, oh, I don't know, just, you know, mull it over, chew on it, really decide that. Um, I think that's what we, we need to do um, in today's day and age. So I digress. Um, that's not what I'm talking about <laughs> on the podcast today. Um, it's just a kind of a thought that I have. Um, and so I feel like uh, you guys who listen to this podcast uh, often, especially the devotions, you kind of have a sneak peek into how my brain works. And uh, I don't know if that's good or scary, um, <laughs> but uh, that's just a thought that I had. So today I'm going to be talking about this um this biblical concept that I think we all know, but we sometimes don't explore the fullness of. Um, and what I mean by that is there are sometimes uh, there are things that when you hear, you automatically agree with because you're like, oh yeah, that's scriptural, but we don't fully know what does that mean exactly. Also, we don't know the implications of it. Like, what does that actually mean for? the Christian life? What does that mean for who I am? Um, and, you know, how do I then go from here after I affirm that truth? Um, uh, you know, affirming truths about Scripture aren't just simply about saying that they're true, but it's that when we affirm them, we then acknowledge that we must live them out. So today I'm going to be talking about the image of God and being created in the image of God, being, um, as you could call it, an imager of God, and what that means, um, why it's important, why it is empowering in a way, and how we can live it to its fullness. Um, and, and so that's where I'm going to start. So where we get this concept biblically of being created in the image of God is found in Genesis chapter 1. So in the creation story, um, when God is created man, um, it says here in chapter 1, verse 27, it says, So God created a man in his own image. and the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And so we see here that when Genesis is talking about creation, obviously we have God creating the heavens and the earth. We see God creating time, God creating the seasons, God creating the animals, the plants, the waters, all of these things we see God create. But then when God creates man, there's this special creation and there's this special endowment of that creation. Um, you know, none of the other created things could say that they were created in the image of God, only man. And so uh, when we see humankind, we see that we are made into the image of God. So what does that mean? So some people would describe it as that we have this kind of spark of divinity, and that sounds rather mystical. But what it means is that because 
Uh, God has made us in His image. We have, um, we have, we're partakers in the divine nature in the sense that, um, just like God is a creator, we are a creative uh, being. Uh, just like uh, God is, you know. Um, intelligent in the same, you know, in the higher order of thinking. We also have this uh, this ability to reason, um, this ability to think in that way. We're not just driven by um, our, you know, uh, programming by our, uh, you know, instincts like a, like a, let's say a dog would be, or let's say a, a lion or whatever. They're uh, drawn by their instincts to eat, drink, sleep, and that's about it, you know, uh, and, and reproduce, right? But that's not what we are. We are humans, and we're made in the image of God. So we have this ability to reason, this ability to create. And so that would be one aspect. Another could be said that we are then to be a reflection of God in creation. So what that means is we as the image of God, as imagers of God, should then reflect godly character in creation in a way that others don't. And so I think a combination of all of that is true. But I think that then, okay, we say we are made in the image of God, okay? So that means special creation. So that also means that there is an inherent value in humans that other beings don't have. Now, does that mean that other beings don't have value? Does that mean that like you know birds and fish and uh, plants and all that don't have value? No, that's not that's not true because God created all of them for the express purpose by which they were created. God created the tree to be the tree. God created the lion to be the lion. God uh, created the slug to be the slug. And so we should honor those things because they are doing what God created them to do. But humans as imagers of God then should be more honored, more valued. We should look on other people as extremely valuable. Why? Because they're made in the image of God. And so so that is kind of the outward. Okay, we, we honor people, we care for people, we value people because we're made in the image of God. But then how do I fulfill and truly image God. So when we think about this, in the sense of in the garden, Adam and Eve were to fill the earth, subdue it, expand the garden, right? I've talked about this concept here on the podcast before. But what did they do? They sinned, okay? Well, at the moment of sin, Adam and Eve failed to being true imagers of God. You can think of being an image er versus you know, we're made in the image of God. We reflect the image of God. It's almost like a mirror, okay? If you have a clean, clear, perfect mirror, then the reflection looks exactly like the original. However, if you throw paint on the mirror or if you put your hand on there and the oil smudges the mirror, then the reflection is not as perfect. It's dim, it's 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 not correct. And so that's kind of what happened when sin entered the picture is that Adam and Eve and therefore humanity as a whole stopped reflecting and being the image of God in the clear, perfect way. They no longer were, were reflecting the character of God. 
We're no longer reflecting purely God's goodness, God's creativity, God's care for people, God's care for creation. All of these things then were violated and pushed aside. So what it truly then means is to really be living out being in the image of God is to reflect godly character. So you see, being made in the image of God isn't simply something that gives you value. It's something that gives you direction. It's something that says, this is the purpose by which I live. I live to reflect God, to reflect the godly character. You could almost say, I'm to be an ambassador of God to this earthly creation. And God then is obviously restoring and, and, and working on creation. And in the end, everything will be restored. Everything will be made new. Sin will be expunged. Everything will be made whole. But right now on this earth, while sin still rules and reigns, of course, it has been you know weakened and it has been defeated at the cross. But the effects of that defeat are still not in fullness until Christ returns. And so at this moment, at this in-between, it is already not yet of the full restoration of creation, we then have this mandate to be the image of God. Now, if I was um, appointed to be an ambassador of the United States, I'm to be an ambassador of the United States to any country, let's just say Italy. Italy's a cool country. I'm invited, I'm, I'm appointed to be an ambassador. What I am to do is I am to be a reflection of the U.S. government in Italy. I'm not to go rogue. I'm not to do whatever I want. I'm not to have my own ideas and my own ways, and I'm supposed to, you know, do whatever I want to. No, I, I am a, a representative of that country to someone else. So we as all humans, should be a representation of God to one another. Now, obviously, through the fall that's corrupted, then through Christ, we are transformed, we are saved, we are sanctified, and that sanctification then enables us once again to reflect God. And so, that I'm not supposed to put my spin on it. I'm not supposed to smudge the mirror a little bit when I want. I'm truly to be a reflection of God on this earth to others. So therefore, like I said, there are implications. There are then things that happen in our lives if we truly believe this and truly live this. What is that? Is that if we are to be the image of a holy God, we are to be holy. That's why the scriptures say, be holy, for I am holy. We as imagers of God are to reflect the holiness of God. We as imagers of God are to reflect the goodness of God. We are to reflect the mercy and the grace of God. A good example of, of how we are to reflect mercy is we, when we look at the story of Jonah, and uh, Jonah is obviously not an example of someone who reflected mercy. Um, he tried to run away because God is merciful on his enemies. But then, obviously, through the circumstances of the fish, 
He then repents, goes, uh, preaches to Nineveh, but Jonah still doesn't want them to accept God. God, he doesn't want God to give them mercy. And so he waits and he looks and he says, I hope that, you know, I hope that God makes Nineveh Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. You know, I hope he strikes them down. But obviously that's not what God does. And God gives this lesson to Jonah and to us about God is merciful. Therefore, we should desire God's mercy to be given to all, ourselves, and our enemies. Man, that is a tough lesson to swallow because we don't like that. <laughs> we don't like that. But that is what it means to be an image of God, is to be a people of mercy, including those who are our enemies. We're to be creative people. Now, this may sound a little weird. This may sound strange. And I think to our modern sense, um, at least in our circles and, um, you know, Assemblies of God, Pentecostal movement, uh, I would say that there are people who do emphasize the creative nature um, in, in different ways, but it's not the same as maybe it was in the past. So if you think about cathedrals and their paintings and their their emphasis on beauty. Um, you know, some people may say like, oh, that's just extravagant or things. And I, I, I hear you. I hear you on that argument. But I think they had a sense that being creative and and creating this beautiful thing is a reflection of the creator. Because you look at the world that we live in, wow. God cares about beauty. I mean, look at the look at the beautiful stars and everything. And so I think that that is such a an important part of all of this is to emphasize that that's how we reflect our creator. And so that's a few just a few different um, thoughts that I had this morning. Um, there are of course a lot more, um, but I don't want this devotion to go on and on for forever. And so um, I, I hope that that has given you some food for thought that you can kind of mull over, you know, what exactly it means to be made in the image of God, um, what we should do for that, and how we should move forward. So um, I challenge you, look throughout Scripture at what it means to be an imager of God and see really what we should do and how we should live. And so, hey, appreciate you guys. Be on the lookout for that podcast next week uh, as we talk about our first single on uh, the album. And uh, we are so excited for it. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.